Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. What is up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide. So thrilled to have you guys with me. And as you can see from the title, by popular demand, I am talking today about navigating the shift. We I kind of previewed it a little bit on our business update on Friday. I talk so much on the podcast about what I'm doing for my clients, different conversations about rates, mortgages, et cetera, all the things going on, you know, just in the industry. But so many of you have asked about how to get business now that things have started to shift. And because so many of you have asked for it, I wanted to share an episode about how to navigate the shift in your business. As I shared on our business update on Friday, I have seven deals under contract, and I'll kind of explain to you kind of where those deals came from and what navigating the shift looked like in three different areas. And so I just want to say, first of all, if you're struggling, like I said on my business update, I'm cautious to share the success because I don't want you to feel like, well, what am I doing wrong? John's got seven deals under contract. John's going to make all this money, the most money he's ever made in a month in December. And I'm over here with nothing. What I want you to do is this. First of all, don't compare yourself to me, who's been in the industry for four years. I just want you to make small progress every day, okay? So, you know, for someone that's done two or three deals a year, right, seven in a month is a little unrealistic. And so don't put that pressure on yourself to go help buyers or help sellers. But there is ways that you can generate business through better conversation. We're going to talk about a couple of them today. So there's really three main conversational pieces here about navigating the shift. And it just means understanding your client's circumstances. So, you know, as I recorded this, as you hear this, I have three settlements scheduled today. I'll have four, four or five. Anyway, a bunch this week. I don't know. However many it is, I will be going through a lot, but it'll be a fun week, long week. And some of these people have already started to leave me reviews, right? I get that clear to close and I say, hey, would you leave me a review? And a couple of them already have. I'm already getting the Google notifications and those reviews are coming in. So this is, again, one of those ways that I get 100% of my clients to leave reviews. You know, that customer satisfaction that I've built, uh, the expectation is, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer or Seller, here's what we're going to do. We're going to find your home, make an offer or, you know, sell your home, get the most money. Uh, and you're going to love working with me. You're going to tell all your friends and then you're going to leave a five star review. And they often laugh and give me a hard time, but it actually works. So when I texted people this past weekend, right, you know, they weren't shocked about leaving reviews. You know, I would send a text. Hey, can you do me a favor? And they said, OK, John, fine, I'll leave you your review. And they give me a hard time. But that's how one of the ways to navigate the shift by just kind of being on top of, you know, getting those client reviews. So let's give a few different examples from the deals I have going to settlement this month or next month to kind of explain how you can do this. So I have a few today, right? 11.30, 4, 4.30. So whenever you are listening to this, I might be at settlement or on my way or whatever. But let's talk about client number one, okay? So client number one, was looking, they put on social media on Facebook a few months ago, hey, we're looking to rent or buy for X dollars a month. Now, I don't remember exactly what it was. Was it 1600 1700 whatever it was? It's really none of your business, the specifics, but I saw that number, and a lot of you just say, oh, no, that's not enough. They can't buy a home. I'm not going to reach out. 
I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm happy to help. I'm a realtor in the area. Are you still living in Lancaster? Because this is someone I went to college with. So we've not been in touch in years. And I just said, hey, I'm, I'm happy to try to help you get into a house. And I, again, I don't remember what the exact number was, but I'll just say we had to go over their budget a little bit. But I kind of had those conversations with them um, and said, you know, they made it very clear. We don't want to rent somewhere else where the rent's just going to keep getting raised on us. So, you know, when I discussed this with them, I said, hey, that's going to be really tight to buy. But is it worth it? You know, would you be willing to do it? Let's look at the numbers, get pre-approved and go from there. You know, it's very nice that uh, Susan, my preferred lender, can pre-approve someone with a soft credit hit. So, right, anyone listening to this could get pre-approved with a soft credit hit. Now, you still have to have credit pulled fully in the process, but a soft credit hit can let you know, hey, we actually could get approved or no, we can't. Let's wait a few months, improve our credit, save up some money, etc. So the basics of it was this client decided they would be willing to sacrifice at spots X, Y, and Z in their budget to get a house, maybe pay $100 or $200 more a month than we originally anticipated, but own a house. So navigating the shift in this situation means knowing that the rental prices are extremely high and maybe it makes sense to get them into a home, right? Another client navigating the shift means, you know, for two of these clients, they'd been working with other realtors for years, a year, year and a half. And the one review my client just left me, she put that they had worked for a year and a half with another realtor and they met me and within 10 days they were under contract and looked at six homes in two weeks. So navigating the shift means just because properties are sitting on the market a little longer sometimes doesn't mean you sit on the sidelines. Both of them would text their previous realtor, uh, you know, before they broke up with them, they would text their previous realtor and say, hey, you know, we'd like to see this house. Can we see it? And he would just say, no, I'm busy. Not give an answer as to why, not give, okay, I can't do it Saturday, but what about Sunday? Well, navigating the shift does not mean we sit on the sidelines. Don't do anything. Don't do the work. It means we get creative. We show them the houses they want to see, right? Two different clients, the one that actually settles today and the one that settles Thursday, both worked with someone forever. And through that, through some of the conversations I've shared on the podcast, it's been their journeys, right? One of them that settles this afternoon said, oh, I've never thought about that before. No one's ever explained these documents to me this way before. So navigating the shift means that we have to realize whether that person has bought and sold one time or 50 times or a billion times, we need to explain the process to them. Realtors do not do a good job of this, right? We say, here, I'm writing this offer for 500000 I'm sending the docs, go sign them. No, that's not what we do. That's not what you should be doing in your business. We need to understand that many realtors don't do a good job, but guess what? Navigating the shift and what's changing means you get to change that. You get to be better for your clients, right? And guess what? There is going to be half of us realtors in a year or two that are gone, that are not in the business. Some of you are scared because of that. I'm not. I'm extremely excited and motivated by it. And that sounds mean, but here's the deal. If people are good realtors, they'll survive. I'm gonna survive just fine, Lord willing, right? You know, I'm gonna have success. I'm gonna grow my business. I'm gonna make good money. The people that are good at it will make it. And the people that are not good, you know, maybe they'll connect with a membership like mine or another group where they can, you know, learn to become good and do what they need to do to create success. And I hope that happens, right? So there's people that are great and will continue to be great. 
There's people that are not good at all, and hopefully they find something, you know, a membership where they can learn, maybe a low price membership like mine, where they invest in their business. But the third group is not good. They think they're good, but they're not getting any clients, and they won't even invest in themselves, and they're not going to really invest in anything that will help their business, and they're not going to do the work. So to be honest, goodbye. It's actually better if you leave the industry. I'm not sad about it. Um, I'm actually excited because there will be a lot more business for those of us that are good at real estate. So navigating the shift, as I just discussed, means having those conversations and not sitting on the sidelines just because properties are sitting on the market for a little bit. Okay, so final one. We talked about navigating the shift means, you know, conversations with clients and not just saying, oh, hey, this is 1600 is your budget. Never mind. You know, get creative. The other, like I said, means not having them be in the dark, right? Explaining the process, right? And being willing to show them homes quickly. And the third one, so two of my seven deals, actually, I think three of my seven deals under contract, yes, three are listings, okay? So here is a big one, okay? I love listings. I absolutely do. Um, Remember, I did some research that buyers take 50 hours on average, listings average take 10. Okay, well, which would you prefer? Now, for time, you would probably prefer listings. For building relationships, you would probably prefer buyers. But if you want to make the same amount of money, right, for a fifth of the work, it's listings. But navigating the shift in this market means that you, we, all have to educate our clients. So when I list a home, you know, I've often said to my clients and now on the podcast, every home I've ever listed is sold in under seven days. And it was true. Now, I was doing a lot of that work in a seller's market. But of these three homes that I listed over the past few months that will now settle here in December and January, right? There was one that was on the market for eight days. Guys, it felt like eight months. (laughs) There was another that was on the market for 10 days. I literally thought I was going to like pull my hair out. So here is what is changing, right? Navigating the shift means explaining the new normal. So that home in Lancaster, it was on the market, yeah, eight days, and then one south of York in Glenville was 10 days, and it felt like a lot, right? But navigating the shift means I have to change how I say things, right? So I used to tell people, oh, hey, my listings are never on the market longer than seven days. Well, guess what? It's a good thing that I could get those those sold because, you know, I had started to see the shift. And so I even said to those people that most of my homes, if not all of my homes, were under contract in, all, in under seven days. But I also said but things are starting to shift where properties are sitting a little longer. So setting that expectation that it might take a week, a few weeks for your home to sell it. I'm glad I set that expectation because guess what? It's a good thing that I saw that shift coming and explained it because otherwise I might've had two pretty upset sellers when their house was on the market for eight and 10 days. And again, I'm not gonna lie to you, eight and 10 days felt like months as I was waiting for an offer. For my sellers, I had set the expectation. So they were like, oh, we're good. Like even on the one that was on the market, yeah, eight days in Lancaster. I said, were you guys, once we went under contract, I said, were you nervous or anything? They said, no, it was totally fine. So they didn't even think 
it was stressful that they had not gotten an offer in the first weekend because I kind of explained that things were sitting a little longer, especially in Lancaster City. I kind of explained that not everything was going as quick. So navigating the market now with listings is all about setting that expectation. So if I set the expectation properly, the clients won't get stressed out, even if I am internally stressed out. You know, setting the expectation is so important. I have a listing appointment coming up this week. Guess what? That conversation is going to be, hey, by the way, I normally get houses under contract in seven to 10 days. Things have shifted a little bit where homes are sitting a little longer in the market. It's still a seller's market, but they're just sitting a little longer. And if you're selling in the Lancaster area, you know, Lancaster City, especially homes are sitting for a little longer. And that just means that they might be a little overpriced or too much inventory, but I really want to see you through this and, and guide you through this, Mr. and Mrs. Client. So when I, you know, show them this and again, set myself up as the industry expert, then they'll say, oh, wow, John's done his research. He knows that properties are sitting for a little longer. Oh, John's done his research. He knows that properties are, um, you know, maybe there's an, a little too much inventory in Lancaster City right now, Right. And so I want you guys to think about this and I want to be your guide and see you through this. Uh, you know, you can still have success in any market. I firmly, firmly believe that. I'll say it again. No matter where you are at right now, you can have success right now, today, in any market. Whether you're in California where prices are down 10%, whether you're in other parts of the country, whether you're here in Lancaster, PA, Lebanon, you know, Berks, your counties where it's still a seller's market and still a hot market, but kind of cooled a little bit, you can have success. I firmly believe you can have success. We'll talk about that more as we get into the new year, but you can have success. Seller's market, buyer's market, whatever, I don't care. However, what you need to do is navigate the clients, navigate the shift and guide your clients and you know set their expectation. And again, it's not a buyer's market yet. And I actually don't see it going that way for a while because the minutes the rates drops, the people are going to start overbidding thousands again, waiving inspections, appraisal gaps, etc. But the minute the rate drops, whether it's spring, next fall, and whatever it is, you can have success in any market. If you can navigate the shifts that are coming, and they're coming, you know, they are. They might not be here where I live necessarily, even though they're starting to, or where you live, but it's coming and it's all over. I have people that I know who have no deals right now that are full-time. Why? Well, it's because there's just not as many listings or not as many clients because no one's going to sell their home at a 3% rate to go into a 7 or 8%, okay? So I hope you could think about these examples that I shared today because if you can navigate the shift better and remember these things and concepts during your conversations with your clients, you will have more success. So I appreciate you guys for listening. If you have questions, you know, maybe specific questions about a client and navigating the shift in the market or market trends, uh, feel free to reach out to me anytime. I'd love to talk to you, maybe give you some advice and some resources to help you. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you guys again very soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.